0: Some of the parents probably listening are saying, well, how do I start? Like, well, how do I build a great relationship with my kid who may be tough or independent or rebellious or struggling with these things? A lot of the stuff that Chad and I talk about are there's no substitute for time with your kids. Smart Money Parenting. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Smart Money Parenting. I'm here with Chad. What's up, guys? Chad, I, uh, this is kind of nice. You and I hop on, hop on camera or we're in person every other one, which is great. And we talk about something important for 20 minutes. Keep it bite-sized and simple so parents with their busy lives can get back to doing it. That's the whole you point. Know,
1: hopefully you're listening to this on 1.25 or 1.5 speed, but slow enough to catch the nuggets of wisdom that we're trying to drop for
0: you every day. That's right. I'm in, uh, I'm in Park City right now for spring break. With my kids, Chad, last week during our episode was in Costa Rica with his kids on spring break. So I've got, I've got 20 minutes flat and we're done. We're not, we don't care about long form anything. We want to give you bite-sized practical stuff and we're out. So here it is. You guys ready? Here's the episode. Rules without relationship equals rebellion. Rules with relationship equals results. We get a lot of parents in this episode in this podcast. We've had a ton of texts and posts. Like it's it, people we don't even know, hundreds of people. I don't even know are like saying random things in the comments. And it's really fun. But a lot of the parents have said things like, How do I start? Where do I go? My kid's too far down the, the line. I've got a rebellious kid. I got a problem kid. My kid's struggling with this or that. What how do I? They're not going to listen to the the rules. They're not gonna listen to the home economy that you and Chad are talking about. They're not gonna listen to the healthy struggles that you and I are talking about. If I set boundaries, that's gonna cause problems. Well, here's what Chad and I wanna talk to you guys about today. Relationship is everything. Rules with relationship equals results. But if you don't have the rules and relationship together, it's rebellion. That's the answer to what we're doing here. So a smart money parent has got to keep a tight, loving, trusted relationship with those kids. That's the point of today's episode. So Chad, what what do you think of when you think of that? A
1: lot of you listeners know I've got five kids. When my oldest daughter was 12 years old, she was, I think, sixth grade, going into seventh grade, and it was Christmas. And she asked us, well, she asked Santa and us, uh, either Santa or her parents could give her a cell phone for Christmas, and she was going to be turning 13 And all of her friends had a cell phone. And I I had spoken around Southern California with someone named Colin Karchner. If you've heard of him, he was uh, the founder of the Save the Kids Foundation. It was all about kids and addiction to social media and what that does to your brain at a young age. And I was very much against her having a cell phone at age 12 or 13. And she said, Dad, I'm literally, so we said, no, not yet. We need to talk about it. She starts seventh grade. She had no cell phone. She said, dad, every single kid at school has a cell phone but me. I'm the only kid without a cell phone. They all text each other plans to hang out on the weekends. They all text each other stuff about homework. Like I'm missing out on help for homework. You know, she had all the great reasons of why it made sense to get a phone at that age. And I just said, you know, McKinley, we've talked about this and we don't think you need an actual phone with the internet and all that stuff until you're 16. And it was it was devastating for her because we're talking three to four years from now when she was already thinking she was ready to have one. And it was tough. And we have a good relationship with her. She's our oldest kid, we're very close. And yet she just felt completely that FOMO and that being left out and, and made fun of or teased at school for not having a cell phone. And guess what, by the end of seventh grade, I was I picked her up from school, middle school, and she's coming home, and she said, "Dad, I think it was a good idea that I don't have a cell phone." And I was like, almost almost slammed the brakes. I was like, I was like, "Why? What happened?" You know? And I didn't want to I didn't want to like get overly excited. I wanted her to open up, and I said, "Why? What happened?" And she said, "Today at lunch, I wanted to talk to my friends, and every single one of my friends had their face down on their cell phones, but me." They all had AirPods in. They were all just looking down at their phones. And I realized my friends don't talk anymore. They literally just text or they look down at their phones all the time, all the time. Even when we're sitting there together in a circle at the lunch tables, no one's talking. And she goes, It was sad. It made me really sad. And I think because we had that relationship of trust, and she knew that I wasn't just trying to be a mean dad, that I was literally doing this because I care about her. And we, my wife and I explained the reasons why, like, here are the reasons why we think you don't need a cell phone yet. And uh, we're going to get you one at some, some point. And the video I posted of her on her, it was around her 16th birthday. We surprised her and gave her a cell phone. Keep in mind, she's a very responsible 16 year old girl by then. She broke down into tears and she was like, are you serious? Wow. It was like pure humility.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's. And she was was ready for it then. She was ready, and the innocence, though, of like finally receiving it versus getting it when she was twelve or thirteen, and having Instagram at age twelve, and TikTok and Snapchat and all this stuff as a twelve-year-old kid, not not being developed enough to manage it properly and the emotions along with it. I think that rule was only effective because we have a good relationship of trust with her, and I think that's exactly what we're talking about today.
0: Yeah, and and I think some of the parents probably listening are saying, "Well, how do I start? Like, well, how do I build?" a great relationship with my kid who may be tough or independent or rebellious or struggling with these things and i think a lot of the stuff that chad and i talk about are there's no substitute for time with your kids nothing beats a daddy daughter date nothing beats a daddy son adventure nothing beats family time on a sunday afternoon nothing beats a dinner together with your kids nothing beats it that's the best starting point is just start clocking more time, do fun stuff together, read things together, talk about things together, ask them vulnerable questions. The more you connect and show them that they're your priority, the more trust and the more depth of relationship you have. It's as simple as that. If you're struggling right now and you're like, I don't know where to begin with the kids, start there. Show them that they are the priority, right? God, spouse, kids, health, business. Tell them they're in the right order and that you'll do anything for them and start having that time with them and being honest with them, being vulnerable with them, asking them good questions, caring about them. Don't ask them anything about their day while you're staring at your phone. Right. That's what right doing something there. else. Look at them. Undistracted.
1: The yeah. yeah, Look undistracted. at them in the eye. That's great. I, I think, uh, Scott, one thing that you and I both can understand is that you've got four kids. My wife and I have five. And it's like. I think my kids act so differently when I'm alone with them. Like when I when I hang out with one of them and I'm driving them to practice or I'm just hanging out on the couch talking to one of them, they're different than when it's all of them together. Sometimes they're all kind of scrapping for attention and they've got their kind of their rank and order of their age and everything and the the birth order stuff. And when you can get your kids one-on-one, you can build a much deeper relationship with that time. And it's effective if you're undistracted. I'm not, you and I are not perfect at this, but we're giving you the truth. Like if you can have some undistracted one-on-one time with your kids and ask them questions, when one of my kids starts going off on a story, man, I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep that going. Like, like the best way to ride a horse is in the direction the horse is running. And so when the horse is running, I'm going to let it keep running. So I'm going to throw on like a little good question and I'm just going to keep that horse running because I want them to get everything out that they're excited about. So that relationship of trust is built and, and if there's a foundation. So when I have to have a hard talk or set some rules and boundaries, there's not this rebellious anger or, or this just resentment towards me. Like we make our oldest two kids, they're 18 and 16. They have to turn in their phones to me and my wife before 10 o'clock every night. They plug them in in my room. They do not have their cell phones in their bedrooms. Those are just rules we have. I trust them, but that's not the point. And they know that they've got to have their phones plugged into my room by 10 o'clock or they're going to lose some privileges the next day. Like, it's just that simple. And, um, you know, we, we have this, we have standards because we love them. It's not because we don't trust them or we're we're angry at them. And that only that only is understood if we have some kind of a relationship foundation with them.
0: Yeah, and every kid is going to push the boundaries at some time or another. You know, whether it's the independent kid um, or it's, the you know, the, the loving, sweet kid that we've never had an issue, they're all going to press boundaries at one time or another. We just had this with our six-year-old. She's, you know, we just started implementing the expenses rule, right? It's part of the three E's in the in, in my new book, The Value Creation Kid, which you and I talk about all the time. We want to set the expectations in the home. That's the first E. You're in charge of doing these things. It's your rent. You're doing these things for free. And these are your chores. These are your expenses. You know, you're covering toys and trinkets and tech and in-app purchases and social outings with friends and birthday presents. And then the extra pay, the ways you can make money at home and in the neighborhood. Well, we start implementing the expenses with with Reagan. And we're at the store and she doesn't have enough money for the, the toy she wants. And she just loses it. Right. You guys never get me what I want. You don't love me. This is never going to get better. You know, they just lost it. Right. Well, you know, the goal there is to be a safe wall. Right. I'm not going to change my mind because they're throwing a temper tantrum or a fit or rebelling. I'm going to continue to love and show respect and kindness. And so I didn't get angry at her. Right. You don't, you don't respond with anger to your kids. That's a big one. I think a lot of, sometimes dads feel this like they hit the boiling point. You know, dad's running over, he gets he he goes off, he gets angry, he yells, he gets frustrated, he's got a lot of work stress, he's got a lot of marital, whatever it is, like dads have a lot going on. The goal there for you, dad, don't lose it. Never lose it, right? Let your kids see mental health. Let your kids see a wall that they can bounce off of safely, right? That is a key to long-term relationship building. Be that safe place that's also firm. You can have relationships and rules together in the same family, in the same home. That's a critical piece. And as well as what does it mean to be a Donald? What does it mean to be a Willardson? We stand for these things as a family. Your kids will understand the rules and the boundaries better when they know that they're a part of the family unit. They have a role in the home. They have a mission as a family. They abide by certain things. They live a certain way. They talk a certain way. They treat others a certain way. That all goes towards relationship building that builds trust. And then you can have rules that don't cause rebellion. That's what we're trying to talk about here. Yeah.
1: By the way, something funny uh, on that note, when you're talking about what does it mean to be part of your family? And even if you're a single parent listening, you can create these standards and values that you as a family hold to, right? Single parent, single child. It's me and you rocking this world. Like, this is what we stand for. So Willardson's work to win. That's our motto. And we have, we have a, a word for every letter, right? Welcoming, inspired, leaders, loyal, adventurous, resilient, disciplined, spiritual, optimistic, and noble. Willardson. Funny, yeah, Willardson. So yeah. funny story. Last week, we took all of our kids. We were in Costa Rica on spring break, and we went waterfall repelling. It's very adventurous. And it's not something for the faint of heart or if you're afraid of heights. And my two youngest kids are seven and nine. My youngest, seven-year-old, he is dragged along to do stuff that's way above his his age. His pay grade. In fact, <laughs> yeah, yeah, way above his pay grade. So we're on the tour, and the guy's like, We're about to, we're getting harnessed in. And the guy's like, How old is this guy? I said, He's seven. He goes, He's seven. I'm like, Yeah, h- how old are you supposed to be to be on this tour? And he's like, 11 is the minimum age. And I was like, Oh whoops! I'm like, well, <laughs> we're, already, we're already here. And he goes, okay. And so he literally straps my little guy in to go waterfall repelling. It's a, two, it's almost a 200 foot waterfall cliff, and he and he's going down the side, and he is flailing, and not to mention is he flailing, he's struggling. It's pouring rain, it is torrential downpour. So it's miserable, and he is screaming, crying in terror, fear. He gets to the bottom. And he's done. And yet we have another five or six waterfalls to repel down. And I'm like, buddy, I'm like, you got this. You can do this, man. That was the biggest, the biggest climb we're going to do today. Willardson's work to win, buddy. I'm like, you're resilient, resilient. You know what that means? It means you don't give up. You go to the end. And he's like, well, I'm not resilient today. And I said, you're a (laughs) Willardson. I said, you're a Willardson. You're always resilient. He's seven. He goes, well, I guess, I'm a Willetson with no <laughs> R, Dad. <laughs> and, and, and he just he walks off with his helmet. And I'm just like dying laughing. I'm like, that is clever. It's if you know Beckham, like Beckham <laughs> is witty and clever for a He goes, I guess I'm a Willetson. So like, that's the thing is if you have standards, you know, you can remind them of that. At the very end, he was just like, well, first of all, he he's he said a little prayer that the rain would stop. And the rain completely stopped. The storm went away. And it was it was a bad tropical rainstorm. And I was like, see that, buddy? You prayed and the rain disappeared. I'm like, how cool is that? And he's like, I also prayed that I would be done. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like, not, I said, not all your prayers get answered, buddy, but you got 50, 50%, that's not
0: bad. That's um, awesome. I had that, see, we had that today, too. Reagan, tell we had me ski, about lessons, it. ski lessons today. Reagan's in uh, the confident class. And they're going down some tough stuff. You know, Sawyer's four years old. He did his first Black Diamond today. It was crazy. Black Diamond? Come I took on. him down a Black Diamond. I, I got a video I posted on my social. It's unbelievable. I was four like- Four years old? Four years old. And, and a lot of it is uh, Donald's do hard things, right? Uh, Donald's leave things better. And our kids had that mantra in their brains today. So Sawyer was like, Donald's do hard things. And he nailed it. And then Reagan's in her ski class. And there was a girl in her class that's, that was six years old that was really struggling. And Reagan stopped every single time. It was like 50 times she like fell. Reagan stopped every single time, helped her up, encouraged her the whole day. And when we picked her up, her coach had given her the powered by kindness award for all the students in the ski wow. lessons. And he wow. was like, Reagan was so kind and helpful today. And it was because Donald's leave things better. And when I saw her, I didn't even care about how great of things she did. I cared wow. about that more than anything else. And she was so proud to talk about it. And I'm just sitting here thinking, we are building a structure in our home and we're building relationships with our kids that create results instead of rebellion. And that is the point. And so we'll leave you guys with that. If if there is you know anything you guys need, ask us a question. You can go to smartmoneyparenting.com, ask us a question. We'll show it on the show and we'll talk about you and we'll post. If you guys send us a comment on our socials, we'd love to help answer it. Um, There's a lot of different types of kids out there, and there's a lot of different types of ways to help. But the point of the matter is rules with relationship equals results. Rules without relationship equals rebellion.
1: Let me add something here, because I, I read something recently on a social media post, and it was a great point. It says, sometimes as parents, we want our kids to be these obedient, little, quiet, submissive servants of of our rules and our guidelines and then suddenly when they turn 18 and leave the house we want them to be these independent strong-minded never give up adults and that doesn't resonate so it's like sometimes i have i've begun to learn you know my i have three teenagers now and sometimes i do respect them we call it disagreeing appropriately so the question our kids have to ask, they can't argue and fight back, but they can disagree appropriately. They have their chance to say what they think, and they can disagree and say, actually, you know, I know you're telling me I need to do this, and they've often won me over. And I said, you know what, that's a great point I didn't think about. Let's modify the rule or modify the curfew or modify the situation. But I, we don't want to just raise a bunch of pushovers by saying, you know, if you have a relationship, then they're going to do whatever you want. That's not what we're saying at all. We we want kids to be strong-willed. We want them to have goals. We want them to stand up for what they believe is right.
0: And be independent.
1: Yeah. And be independent. That. Yeah, we want that. But there have to be standards, rules, guidelines, and boundaries to, to keep them essentially going in the right direction. And those can only be enforced and, and established in a family if you've got a relationship first. Yeah. So we're not raising pushovers. We're not raising people who just do whatever you say. We want our kids to be independent thinkers and to prepare for success in adulthood. But that comes first with a relationship foundation that that is built on love and trust.
0: Yeah. And you just reminded me of something, too, that I forgot to mention. And this is a little business uh, session for the next one minute. But, you know, Chick-fil-A, right? They have one of the best corporate cultures in the world, right? Chick-fil-A just nails it. And they're only open six days a week. And somehow they outperform almost every other fast food chain in the world. And if you look at their model of corporate culture, it has to do with results and relationship. So the SERVE model, S-E-R-V-E, here is their corporate culture. They have five core values they live by. S, see the future. They see and shape the future. They're looking ahead. E, engage and develop others. R is reinvent continuously, constant innovation, constant growth. And then um, my favorite V, value results and relationships. Okay. And then E is embody the values. But when they were interviewed, you know, some of the the executive leadership, they said this valuing results and relationship piece is is how they develop, is how they build their their teams. Interesting. They, they value results and relationship together simultaneously. And so they're building great relationships with their teams and their employees as they work towards results. So they're holding people accountable and building great relationships at the same time. You know, great corporate structures are not all about, like, hit the goal or die. Right. Get the result the Crack the web, Crack the web. Yeah. yeah. You know, the best leaders are the ones who lead with relationship. They have the best relationships with their people. And I've seen this over and over again. I've had, you know, you and I have employed a lot of people. We've grown incredible teams. You know, I've I've hired over a thousand people now in my companies. You have to have great relationships to be able to have the results. It's, it's, they have to go together and you only get great results when you have people that know that you trust and respect them and will do anything for right. them. And right. your kids, it's the same with our kids. We can value results and relationship with our kids. We should be we should be valuing both. Oh, don't worry about it, buddy. You know you guys were 0 and 17 this season. Eh, you'll get them next time. Maybe a more appropriate response is, "What can we do to create value for the next season?" Right? Hey, you failed that class, or you got a D on that test, or you didn't really get what you wanted to do. You didn't put the effort in. And eh, don't worry about it. Let's go get some Chuck E. Cheese or pizza. Yeah, you didn't
1: you didn't get the job you were applying for. Any of the jobs.
0: Yeah. Well, guess what? Now we can work on something together because you know what? Results and relationship matter, right? So I think that's something that we'll leave you guys with. If you're in a company, you can think about that with your team. If you're a parent, please start embodying that in your family. All right, there you go, guys. That's it. Leave us a, leave us a comment. Share this with someone needs to hear it, and uh, maybe we hit our 25 minutes or less and we'll be done. We'll see you guys next time on Smart Money Parenting. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you. takes more than money If you want to succeed Gotta know what to do with it Gotta take the lead Gotta give them confidence Gotta make them smart If your kids are gonna thrive Now's the time to start Smart Money Parenting